welcome to the 1% Podcast. My name is Avi Wiswer, social media influencer and motivational speaker. Every week you hear an inspiring message. We hear from a person that is on their journey to success. With each episode, I hope that you can take something valuable with you, become 1% better in your life. Thank you for stopping by and let the growth begin. What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to another episode of the 1% Podcast. As always, I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. Thank you guys for showing love on every single episode. To the new listeners, thank you guys for coming. Thank you guys for stopping by. And I hope you guys stay a while. This episode, I kind of wanted to deep in, dive deep, I'd rather say, into a topic that I've already elaborated on before but just with little tweaks to it. I did an episode on healing childhood traumas. And with this episode, it's on how parents affect future relationships. Now, I kind of see how they can correlate the two because I feel as if sometimes the childhood traumas could stem from our parents and how they affected our outlook on relationships, success, self-belief, whatever it may be. But this specifically, I want to talk about how parents affect future relationships. I probably will elaborate on other episodes just on how much our parents really do affect us and the way that they raised us. Obviously, I understand that sometimes it's not their fault because they did the best that they could. But back to the topic at hand. I want you guys to keep this in mind. The first romantic relationship that you guys experience is your parents. The first real relationship that you guys are prone to, that you guys are aware to, and you observe is your parents. Whatever they may be doing in that relationship, whether it's, whether that's lack of communication, infidelity, dishonesty, abuse, these qualities that you may see maybe from your parents' relationship, you will now look for in your future partner. Now, we never really think about that until I took a deep dive into my parents' relationship and other people that I see in the way that they choose their partners. Now, I did some reflection on myself um, in terms of why that is or what of our parents And that dynamic of their relationship kind of shifted that perspective towards us or why we just look for these qualities. I guess just because we're so norm to it. We're so, I don't want to say norm, but rather we are conformed into that environment. We realize that this may be comfortable for us. And this is the environment that we know, which could produce a sense of familiarity, excuse me, with the thrill of certain actions, the highs, the lows. Within this toxic culture of relationships in today's society, because the parents don't set a good example of how a relationship should go. So you'll see parents out here in their relationship arguing all the time. Dishonesty, infidelity, lack of communication, abuse, and in the highs and lows. So 
when people out here talk about in the dating scene the highs and lows of the relationship how they you know they like to argue they like to do all of these negative things that's because they were used to it as a child and then you see how when the healthy relationships come along or as people would want to talk about the nice guy or how some people will talk about just pleasing that other person how it feels weird it feels boring or not fun because they're so used to the thrills and i know personally people that are used to the thrills that are used to the up and down the constant up and down the roller coaster as some would say it's like when you're going up the roller coaster there's excitement there's fun and then when you're going down it there's so much thrill there's so much emotions and happiness and excitement that just runs through you this is what some people are used to because of what they seen through their parents or maybe their previous relationships now it's just not all stemming from our parents but sometimes we get an image of what it should look like through our parents and then maybe we get into relationships we get hurt and then it affects our perception of love or relationships and this is the thing that has been going on in social media and people have been talking about and whatnot but that's just not i'm gonna be honest with you guys that's not healthy just because a healthy relationship feels weird or feels foreign or maybe not fun at times does not mean that it's not good for you but yet some people will go to these toxic environments and wonder why they're hurt wonder why they're crying wonder why that at some point they don't feel like being in the relationship but they know that they're addicted to the highs and the lows you have to break out of that it's not healthy it's not good for you within this relationship of our parents we're able to see how they show affection what do they do to each other are they physically intimate are they showing love in different areas the love languages what is it is a physical touch is it gift giving is it acts of service is it affirmations you really see how your parents show love to each other and sometimes we even emulate those actions within our relationship and implement them into ours i know personally when i was younger i would say from like three to five three to five years old my mom was very affectionate she showed love in different ways and Looking back on the ways that she showed love, those are essentially my love languages now. Now, if you're on the opposite spectrum in terms of parents not really showing that much affection, you may be distant. You may not be physically intimate. You may not affirm somebody. There may be a very certain way that you show affection to your partner. And they might may not be used to it. And this is where the love languages comes into play. But there's one more example that I want to give. If your parents argue in conflict and they're not open with their emotions or they're more closed off, then when you get in arguments with your partner, you may be closed off or you may be open with your emotions and be willing to communicate what you are feeling. And I think that's a good dynamic to really look at. Subconsciously, our parents aren't mindful enough to know what they may be doing to us as a child. They think that, you know what? 
staying in this relationship for the child is going to be the best thing because I don't want them to have parents that are separated. But in all reality, that still affects the child's perception. And from personal experience, I can attest to that. Don't just stay in a relationship because of your child. It's not healthy. Because then you're giving up yourself for another person. And maybe they're not reciprocating the same energy. They're not giving you the same love that you're showing. But you're still staying there because of your child. Rather just go on. Be happy with your life. Move on with your life. That child will be okay. Eventually, because they'll have to work through it. Because of the failed marriage or the failed relationship and now it's up to the child to work through those traumas and work through the the pain that they may be dealing with or work through their view on love or their perception on love but we shouldn't all leave it up to the child that's not fair to them they didn't come into the world asking to heal relationship trauma within themselves Because you and your partner did not get along. That's not fair to them. They already have to deal with enough growing up. Learning the world, navigating through the world. And now we place this big weight on their shoulders to now heal their childhood traumas within relationships, within the way that it's viewed, within how they seek love or what they look for in love or their partner rather. That's not fair to them. Subconsciously, they don't know what they're doing, but consciously, they should be wise enough to know that, you know what, this situation is not good for me anymore. Let me do something else. And sometimes even when couples are married for a long period of time, sometimes the love can fade. Sometimes they don't grow as partners. And there's a lot of variables that can happen with this. But ultimately... When you're with somebody, you have to know that that's a person that you want to be with for the rest of your life. And that's the one thing that I've learned within my parents' relationships. Marry, be with the person that you want to be with for the rest of your life. Because personally, I don't want to have my child going through that. Growing up, everything, you know, I'm not going to go too much into detail, but rather my parents got divorced when I was 18 years old. And that affected my view on love, the things that I've witnessed from both people. Now, I say this to say the child, now I have to heal. I have to look for things that I want, look for things that I don't want, what have you. Heal the things that I saw, the things that I witnessed. And I don't think that's fair to me. And I know there could be a chance that my mom could listen to this episode. But if you're listening to this, I love you. And I understand it's not your fault. But that's the truth. See, because also, our parents influence the attachment style that we foster growing up. Now, for anybody who doesn't know, there are three attachment styles. Secure, anxious, and the last one is avoidant. Secure, as you guys may know, is secure within themselves. If it works out, 
then it works out. But if it doesn't, then they understand that it's really not on me in terms of that for whatever reason, the person doesn't like them because of their choice, not because of the secure person. The secure is okay with being by themselves, being very independent, but they're also okay with showing love, showing affection, and they don't really care about certain things. Now, it's not to say that they're nonchalant. I don't mean that. But they are on both sides of the spectrum. They're okay with being independent, being by themselves, and they're okay with being with their partner and showing love and showing affection in whatever their partner may need or want. And now the other ones, anxious, is they want to be held close. They want that other person to be close to them. They want to, if they're in an argument and they're arguing with their partner, they want to try to fix it right then and there. Or they may self-sabotage the relationship to push them away so the anxious person can't get hurt. The anxiety really controls the relationship within that person. And the last one is obviously avoidant. You guys may understand or know that an avoidant may be pushing people away, lack the intimacy, or they may not sh- they want to show intimacy or be intimate, or they may spare their feelings because they don't want to get too close to that person. So they just push them away and push people that may love them away. And that could be the sad reality of it. They may not know how to process their emotions. They may not know even what to feel within their emotions, or they may not understand their emotions at all. So whatever your parents may have done to you, they may have catered to your needs, responded to them, validated your feelings, and you probably will grow up and foster a secure attachment style. But if they were distant, if they neglected your feelings, if they were not responding to your needs as a child, emotionally, physically, in terms of catering, holding you tight, then you most likely will have some of these people would want to call them insecure attachment styles. But see, our parents don't realize that sometimes. If your parents were extremely overprotective, And they want to know where you were at every second of the day and hovering over your life, then you may grow up to be anxious, to be an anxious attachment style, wanting to know where your partner is at, what are they doing, who are they with, what have you. And it's okay to ask these questions, but it's overbearing at some point. It gets overwhelming for people. And there's often this little... They talk about it in social media now. The I'm trying to think of it. Anxious avoidant trap where the anxious person tries to pull the avoidant closer and the avoidant pushes them away. And it's like a constant mouse and cat and mouse. But see, there's so much to break down in this because of, of our parents, because the way that they we're in their relationship or maybe as parents and how that affects us. 
So all of these things can affect the way we view relationships, the way we view love, the way we view everything in terms of intimacy. And it's because of our parents that this may have happened. But also, I feel as if there's a blame, but you can't really blame because they're human, you know? There's very pros and cons to this. The cons are obviously your view on relationships, your view on love, your view on everything as you grow up is typically based off your parents. But the pros of it is that you are able to heal from it and not let this define you. These traumas, these childhood things that you went through within viewing relationships, within viewing attachment styles and everything that we discussed in this episode, you are capable to heal. Do I feel like it's fair? No. Do I feel like that this is something that you should have to go through to break out of? No. And I mean, you could stay the way that you are right now in that regard, but would you really be growing? Would you really be growing if you're continuously staying in something that's not good for you or toxic? Now there's a difference. Relationships take work. They're not perfect. They're not going to be perfect. And if you are young and you're growing and you're healing and you're trying to overcome these traumas and these things that you went through, then that's completely okay. You're growing. You're trying. But just being a little bit older and being as if, you know what, I'm going to be this way. This is okay. And accepting who you are, then that's perfectly fine too. It's whatever you want to do. But you know I'm going to always choose growth. You know I'm going to always want you to say, Let's grow. I don't feel like it's fair to you if the the listener, if you are struggling with these things on how your parents affected your relationships. But the truth is the reality is that this is the cards you were dealt. Now you can either push forward, go past it, or you can let these circumstances define you. Because these are your current circumstances does not mean that they can't be changed. It's up to you to heal. It's up to you to do the work. You didn't ask for it. But it's the reality of it. I hope you guys enjoyed this episode. I really enjoyed making this as I did some deep reflection in this topic within my personal life. And from other people or viewing other situations that I have seen. I want to thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for showing support. Thank you guys for showing love. Thank you guys for everything. You guys changed my life forever. This is the 1% Podcast. I'm out.